Remember back when you were in high school and you were supposed to make these huge life decisions about where to go and what to do with your life, but you actually had no clue yet. Yeah, and it wasn't just about where to go to college or what to do for work. All those questions were actually about who you are and who you want to be. Well, what if there was a way for students in high school to get clear about all those big questions in life, about their identity, their purpose, and their core relationships? Welcome to the Musical Podcast, where we believe inside of everyone is a great story waiting to be told. Okay, hey everybody, this is Scott Schimmel, the host of the Musical Podcast, and I'm here with Lee. Would you? Uh, please introduce yourself and uh, maybe just talk about how you and I, we're not even, fr- we're not friends yet. We'll be friends in the next few minutes, but uh, where are you in the world? What are you doing? And how did you get on this interview with me? <laughs> I don't know. We're somehow connected on Twitter. Oh, great. Um, yep. I That's love Twitter. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I get um, all of my best connections have been through Twitter. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so uh, I am currently a teacher at Carmel High School um, in Carmel, California, in Northern California. Yep. And um, right now I'm teaching health, uh, mostly to freshmen. Okay. And um, I have been um, an activities director before, um, ASB advisor. I run our uh, link th- our link crew program. Okay. And then a few years ago, uh, with some students, we created a community service club, and it is called This Club Saves Lives. Okay, so some people might not know Link Crew. Could you just explain, like, what that is? Sure. So uh, Link Crew is a freshman orientation program. Okay. Uh, I brought it to Carmel High School back in 2007. Cool. And uh, I would say, I I hear from other teachers um, who were there um, before 2007, um, that it was probably the best thing they've ever done in terms of changing the culture. Mm. And so uh, we just keep doing it. And I, I don't know, we all, we all really love it. It's great for our freshmen to be introduced um, into high school, but then it's also an amazing leadership program for the older students because um, the link leaders are juniors and seniors. And we partner them up and they get about 10 freshmen. And it's just an, an amazing leadership building program um, for those older students as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you're teaching health. What does that look like? Is, I mean, is this like hygiene? Is this, uh, <laughs> what's the curriculum? <laughs> uh, well, fortunately, by high school, hygiene isn't that much of an right. issue. Right. I was just talking to some middle school kids, uh, totally. some middle school teachers yesterday who were telling me that that is an issue where yeah. they are. Um, <laughs> I don't have to do that. Um, so mostly what, what um, the focus I have in my class is really um, on mental health, uh, mindfulness, um, just, you know, finding, finding your own personal, like natural reason for being here and things yeah. that you enjoy. Um, we'll talk about alcohol education, big focus right now on vaping, mm. um, e-cigarettes. Um, right now we're talking about drugs. Um, there's, unfortunately, we're seeing such a problem with fentanyl um, and overdoses yep. happening. And then we finish up the semester with um, sex ed. Okay. Is this curriculum you've put together? Is this district? 
So the state of California has something called the Healthy Youth Act. And mm -hmm. within the Healthy Youth Act, um, they are required to get um, certain curriculum um, in middle school and in high school. And um, I actually go and uh, do some of the Healthy Youth Act um, with our seventh graders now. Cool. And, um, but the state of California provides um, health education frameworks for us to follow. And then I, like I said, Twitter is amazing. And I have right. networked with some amazing health teachers hmm. um, through Twitter that, um, so, so I am our only health teacher in our entire district. So um, wow. I, yeah, well, we're a small district. <laughs> okay. So um, I really, um, you know, I, I do get to choose what we do and how we do it. Yeah. Um, but I have been able to network with some just great people to help guide me through it. That's cool. That's cool. Um, yeah. Being, this is real life people. <laughs> um, give us, so it's a small district. I've been to Carmel. I'm a golfer. Yeah. So I've okay. got some, I've got a lot of context for where you are. Yes. If I could die in, I don't know, go to heaven somewhere, it would look just like Carmel. So Maybe you can yeah. give a little context, though, for um, what your district is like, what the students are like, and specifically, like, because you're the health teacher, what what are the issues you're addressing? You mentioned drug issues and vaping and stuff, but what are you guys facing? I, that's uh, the the biggest problem right now is is vaping. It hmm. duels. That's by far the biggest problem that that we have been trying to tackle. Um, the the district a couple of years ago wrote a grant, uh, a tobacco grant, where we, um, for the first time, have uh, since I've been there, um, we have a school resource officer. Cool. So he's a sheriff's deputy, and he's awesome. And so he hangs out on our campus um, and has really gotten to know our students and um, helps me um, teach our students about, um, you know, staying away from tobacco, but like why you should be staying away from mm. tobacco, and uh, and so. So he also has been educating us too about the drugs that are being seen in our area. Um, so, hmm. but so, so what we're really struggling with is alcohol use, um, tobacco, sadly tobacco use. When I started teaching health, I was like, I teach tobacco. No one smokes. Like it's right. going to be like a 10 minute conversation. Right. right? And then a couple of years ago, out of nowhere, yep. we started seeing jewels, and yep. you know, we also have to educate the parents because the parents have no idea. Totally, everyone's like, "Oh, it's just water vapor." Right? No, it's not. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's so. Um, so Carmel, you you asked sort of like, what's Carmel like? Uh -huh. um, and so, um, actually, just the other day, I was telling some students on the golf team that <laughs> they're so lucky the course. Seriously. Just like for practice, um, my dad would be so jealous um, that I that I live where I live. If my dad was still around, he'd probably yeah. be visiting me every single weekend, yep. trying to get on somewhere yep. at you know somewhere in Pebble Beach. Yeah. Um. So we're we're really lucky to live where we do. We are a very small um, school district, but we're well, we're a very small school district in terms of size, mm -hmm. but we're either like the second or third largest in terms of area. Oh wow! Because our yeah, it's like most people don't realize that. Um, so people think of Carmel by the Sea. And so our district is Carmel by the Sea, which is a very artsy community um, mm. and, you know, very wealthy area of California. Um, and then we also, part of our district includes Pebble Beach. Mm -hmm. And then, but we also go all the way east, um, past Carmel Valley into an area called Kashawa. 
-hmm. And then, um, so those students can be on a bus for over an hour to come to school. Whoa. And then we also draw from um, a, over an hour, maybe an hour and a half south down uh, to Big Sur. Big Sur. Wow. Okay. So, so we have students who sit on a bus for a really long time. Um, so, um, but there's just, there's not a lot of people here. Well, that's <laughs> so, so interesting. Really you've got the, different. you've got the artsy, wealthy families. You've got the maybe more rural agrarian East. And then you got the hippies <laughs> whose parents are raising them in Big Sur. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> um, or, or maybe not just hippies, but also um, hospitality. Um, a lot oh, of yeah. people down in Big Sur, they, their families actually live in um, housing that is on some of those fancier resorts. Gotcha. Interesting. So it, yeah, it's very interesting. And, but also, you know, a lot of people in Carmel too, um, that's vacation homes. So they right. may not even be sending kids to right. um, that school district because it's a third home or yep. maybe they're retired. Yep. So very interesting community. Well, tell me about this club saves lives. You mentioned uh, students asked for it, a service club. What, why, why, what, what did you notice or what is, what is, how did you respond to this? Tell us kind of the origin story. So, so when I was the activities director, um, we were approached quite a bit about um, being involved in we.org, we.org, and being a we school. Huh. And I get approached all the time when I was doing activity, even still, I get approached all the time about doing fundraisers. <laughs> Is that a dog? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pause for a moment. Rest pause, no worries. <laughs> yeah, tell me okay. so tell me about the this club saves eyes. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I get I I get approached a lot about like doing fundraisers. And so um, when I first got approached by We, I wasn't really sure what they were and what they wanted from us and how much they mm -hmm. wanted us to fundraise. And they happened to have an event called We Day, and it was in San Jose that year. And so to, to go to We Day, you have to do a local action and a global action. So within just my leadership class, it's like, all right, well, let's try this out. We'll, we'll do it. And then you guys can go. I wasn't able to go with them. So um, a group of our students went and checked out We Day. They really enjoyed it. We Day is a day to celebrate students who do um, community service, local action, global action. Um, they actually now it's in LA well there they have numerous ones all around the world hmm. um, but the one in LA is recorded and it's shown on ABC um, as oh, like a cool. back-to-school special um, in August Very and cool. so they bring in stars um, musicians actors everyday people um, a couple years ago our students actually got to perform um, hmm. on the We Day stage in front of 16,000 people wow um, We've heard Alicia Keys, uh, the Chainsmokers, Morgan Freeman, hmm. Jennifer Aniston, the March for Our Lives creators, uh, lots of different inspiring people um, wow. on stage. So our students went that first year and they came back and we had talked about, so our school requires community service. You have to do 60 okay. hours of community service, which is you know, pretty standard now, it seems yep. like with schools. So we require 60 hours, but you know, we really, as the years have gone on, we want it to be meaningful. Um, was everybody, you know, of course you want right, to be meaningful. Right. We'd love to have them. Um, we'd love to see them connect it to possibly something they're interested in, maybe a future career, or maybe just a chance to explore something. And maybe you find out that's not the career that you want to do now that you've done, you know, some work in it. Hmm. So, so we've, we'd kind of struggled with it for a long time. We've, um, 
but around the same time, we ended up with a community service uh, coordinator, Diana Vita, who's just amazing, and came up some, with some really great ideas to um, include our students. But so after they went to We Day, we decided we didn't want this to just be like a leadership class thing or like, oh, like just something that, that like the ASB officers do. Mm -hmm. We wanted We Day to be something that anybody could be a part of. So we thought the best thing to do would be to make it a club. And, you know, make it, it, so it started off as like sort of like a, a committee within ASB, but it would meet at lunch and anyone that wanted to could come and join this. Hmm. And we would create, um, based off their passions, we would do some community service. And so that first year we had about 14 dedicated students, mostly from ASB and ASB officers, as well as some avid students. Hmm. And we, um, we just, we had a great time. And we went to LA for We Day and decided that um, we would explore other things while we were there. It wouldn't just be about going to We Day, but we would meet up with some of the organizations that we work with, like Thirst Project, and we'd go and visit their offices and see mm. like what is it like to actually work for a nonprofit? Is this something you can make a living off oh, of? Wow. Um, you know, or you know, learning more about a bunch of the give back companies and just seeing like when you buy one, give one. Well, what does yeah. that look like? Yeah. Happy a job. Cool. So it, it just kind of grew from there. Um, a very small group of 14 students going to We Day. Um, and now it's grown to, we have about 100 students on our roster. Um, we have a good 40 to 50 dedicated, committed students who show up to our meetings every single week. Um, we do only have about 850 students at our school. <clears throat> so to have that many show up mm. to a weekly meeting um, yeah. is pretty great. Yeah. Um, and we just go off of like whatever the passions of the students are that year. And sometimes things might carry over from year hmm. to year, or it might just be like a one-time thing that we do because of something that a student brought to us. You know, um, I, I just feel like high school is such an interesting time. is opportunity for students, for young people to think about the big things in life, like who am I and what makes life meaningful and how do I participate in this world? Like these fundamental huge questions that often are just completely overlooked as though those aren't active questions in a kid's mind. And, and I think when we aren't addressing those questions, we're not creating space for that. Sometimes funky things happen for kids because they're trying to maybe answer those questions in the easiest ways available or in some ways not to insult young people, but it's a little bit the blind leading the blind. So you kind of listen to what your friends are doing and and maybe that's a little bit of that um, impetus for vaping or drugs or just kind of, hey, maybe that'll, you know, maybe that's it for now. I'll go try that. But I can just imagine. So just reading that as a lens over what you're doing, giving students the opportunity, real life opportunity in school, not just as an after school program, not just as something you do in a faith community uh, or if you're like a debutante or, <laughs> or a boy scout, like. <laughs> But to yeah. make this accessible for students, I just, I mean, I, I think the world of what you're doing, I think it's awesome. What, what have you seen? Have you, you know, have you seen students connect some dots as they're involved with the club? And then, oh, maybe I am interested in that. Yeah. And, and what I'm trying to do now is connecting our students to, to the younger students. Oh. So um, a, a couple of days ago, I took some of our sophomores um, to work with some of our fourth graders. Oh, and cool. just to have them like tell about what this club saves lives does and it just sort of um the teacher that they had just sort of turned it into well why don't we help you with one of your projects and mm. the student 
fourth graders got so excited about like, okay, what are we doing? We're collecting purses and we're gonna fill them and we give them to women's shelters and, and okay, so what goes in a purse and what would a person need? If someone you know mm. is homeless or struggling, what would they, what would need to go in that purse? And so it yeah. was it's really nice to see our students being able to work with that younger student so that they are able to see, well, what are we doing and why are we doing it? And can they explain that to a younger student? And I wow. think that's what's really important. Um, we, we had a student last year, um, the, the big thing that happened last year, um, just sort of out of the blue, we were brainstorming, what are we gonna work on this year? And we had a bunch of makeup bags. Uh, and she said, oh, this reminds me of the bag I got when I got my period. Hmm. And she said, we should collect tampons. And we were actually with some people from the We Schools program and they had mentioned doing Tampon Tuesday. Um, it's just a little <laughs> thing they do in their office. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we should do Tampon Tuesday. So we started doing that where we made collection boxes. And so the, the leader of that um, was a senior, her name's Clementine. Hmm. And so she took that on and we made boxes and she put them around classrooms and we started educating people through our school bulletin, through hmm. social media to explain to them why it's so important that we collect tampons and pads and give them to um, homeless shelters and different organizations. Um, because we often think that it's other countries where people don't have these products and then they're sure. not going to school and not getting education. But we also know that in California, there's actually a large percentage of students who will not go to school for a week each month because they do not have access to these products. Oh, wow. And recently, uh, it has, it became law in California that um, if, if, over 50% of your students are considered um, low income, you mm. have to provide these products for free at mm. school. So because it's not an equal education if students aren't able to make it to school totally. because of this. It's a justice issue. So that's something yeah. that we did last year and um, just started educating everybody on it. And everybody's really comfortable with the topic now. And it's, right. it's amazing. I didn't that's expect cool. to be spending the last year of my life talking about periods. <laughs> um, but it's been really cool. And uh, actually, uh, she won an award. She won a Digital for Good Award. And she huh. spoke at Facebook um, a few weeks ago. No way. She, she's great. She, so now we have her going out as much as possible. Right now, she's in Fiji um, volunteering. Um, but of course she, she is. Comes back. Yeah. So Clementine. So she's actually taking time off from school. So she... Instead of going right into college, um, she's taking a gap semester where she's hmm. volunteering um, and and doing more work on Tampon Tuesday. Hmm. So and so for her, so many people last year. Oh, where's Clementine going to college? I'm like, oh no, she's taking some time off and then she's going to go to community college. Wow. Like people are expecting. Yeah. Here's this person who right. is so well spoken and does such amazing presentations about this project. She's really passionate about. How is she not going off to some fancy college? And it's like, right. That's not the right path for her. That's it's great. Not everybody has to be on that path. So yep. love so that. Helpful. What what do you see? What do you see happening for students as they're as they're being educated, as they're participating, as they're serving, as they're getting involved? What's what are some of the light bulbs you see coming on? Well, I I do see our students want to care about others and they just don't know how to go about that. You know, we talk about teaching empathy and I see that so much in our students already and they just need that outlet. I think they get so wrapped up in checking off the boxes. We, we're at a school that is just all about going to college. 
And so you must do all these steps if you're gonna go to college. And, and so I think sometimes community service can be that just like box that I'm checking. Yep. And more and more of our students are seeing that um, they can connect that community service with something that will help them in the future. And it's not just about it looking good on like your college resume, but actually making a difference. And that one person can make a difference. And as cliche mm. as it sounds, we, when we go on these trips to LA and we go and volunteer at places, I remember the first year where we really went around to a bunch of different organizations, nearly all of them talked about, actually all of them talked about a story of like how few people it was that started this movement. Hmm. We went to um, PATH, um, which is an amazing organization helping the homeless all throughout California. And it was just like a handful of women in the 80s that hmm. wanted to help. Um, we went with Thirst Project. We've been working with Thirst Project for a few years. That also was a student and a couple friends passing out water bottles in Hollywood, letting mm -hmm. people know about the world water crisis. So it's just, it takes a couple people and a yeah. cool idea. You don't need to know a lot of people. You don't need to have a lot of money. It's just a couple people can make a huge difference, um, either in their just immediate community or mm -hmm. even possibly in the world. So when you think about the club that you're doing and the impact it's had on campus, what would you hope to see like on others in other schools? Like give your pitch for why a school <laughs> should do this. Uh, I don't know why you wouldn't do this. There's <laughs> students who want this. Um, yeah. And you know, just saying, Oh, you have to do hours. isn't enough. Um, you need to help, help them and help, help guide them. And um, I can come forward with some like really cool ideas because I've got right, great totally. ideas, yep. you know, but it, if the students aren't interested in it, it's not going to happen. But at the same time, we have so many students who want to be doing things, but they just need a little bit of guidance. Um, just a, maybe somebody just overseeing it or just somebody telling them, yeah, what you're doing is great. Like, let's keep yep. that going. Maybe need to help with some like paperwork or whatever along the way. Um, but, um, but just having that adult on campus who will help people plan, organize, get a group to, to help and just really support it. Um, and I know a lot of schools do some really great community service projects. And, um, and I think that's awesome. And it's just supporting more and just, um, you know, about two years ago, I went into the school year and something I probably read it on Twitter. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I decided that I was not going to say no. Hmm. If anybody had an idea, I was not going to say no. I was going to say yes hmm. to everything. Yeah. Even if I knew, like, it's probably not a great idea. Right. I'm going to say yes. And maybe the student will surprise me, or maybe we'll find a different way, or maybe we'll just learn it. Yeah, no, that didn't really work out. But it's important for the students to figure that out. If I yeah. just sit there and tell them no all the time, what are they going to learn? Yeah. So, yeah, let's do that. Let's, yep. what do you want to do? How are we going to do that? How are you going to do that? Like, mm -hmm. let's, let's hear it. I think just saying yes and having that place where kids can come with an idea and somebody says yes and let's make that happen. Yeah. Love it. What is what has this work meant for you in your life? Um I don't know. I guess it's something that it's always sort of like been part of my life but was never really um I guess I I, I guess I never really articulated it well, like what, how, what it meant to me in my life. Um, and it's been cool for me to have like an official outlet to be able to do all these, these 
amazing activities with some just really amazing students. And I just feel really fortunate that this is what has happened because this wasn't like a plan. Um, right. Things just sort of happened um, five years ago and it just sort of all fell into place. Um, but it definitely, it just, it wasn't a plan. It was just little things that we did here and there that built up. And, um, and I'd say it's definitely the best thing that I've been involved with mm. in my life. Hmm. And I love it. Um, and I'm just, just so thrilled to be a part of it and to have just been able to be around so many inspiring young people. Mm. Beautiful. What next step? If a, if a activities director, teacher, principal, like what are a couple steps to take? Well, so if anybody wants to reach out to me, um, yep. we would be happy to help start um, This Club Saves Lives on their campus. Awesome. Um, our school school started one. Um, we actually cool. are an official nonprofit. Um, cool. We took those steps a couple years ago just to make the accounting because yep. I know ASP accounting can get a little much. Um, yep. So just to make it easier, cleaner, um, we became a nonprofit. So that's where we could definitely help somebody start their own club mm -hmm. and they could be part of this saves lives and be part of that nonprofit or I'm happy to help others that want to make it a nonprofit make their own club a nonprofit cool. just a few years ago um, all of that was streamlined and it's so yep. much easier when you're just yep. a small little group it's easier yep. to be when we first started it it was like 70 pages totally like, I remember oh. that I did that too it took yeah. like two years and yeah 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 I put it off and I put it off long enough that like January rolled around and suddenly it was like three pages. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Easy form. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so that made it a lot easier, um, to do, to do that. So, um, and then we, um, you know, it's all about the, like the people that you meet along the way and the connections yeah. that you make, whether it's on Twitter or at Starbucks. Um, yeah. I got to know a Starbucks barista who was just graduating, um, from college in graphic design. Hmm. And I was like, Hey, you want to design a logo for us? Yeah. And so our logo was created by an actual legitimate graphic designer. That's great. Um, so that was cool. Stickers. I encourage anybody who wants to do this, you get stickers out there and people uh -huh. want to know who you are and what you're doing. Yep. Um, and then we, um, we are on social media. So um, especially on Instagram. And I know some people get really um, kind of freaked out about letting students um, sort of like run with like an official um, club, um, Instagram. Yep. Um, but we have a group of students who all have the password and they all know what they're supposed to post when they're cool. supposed to post it. Uh, we work with a group called, um, uh, hashtag I can help. Um, and, um, we've had some students be interns with them to really learn about how to use digital for good. Cool. So, um, our students, like we post every Tuesday, something about tampon Tuesday, um, we also now um, have um, some students highlighting other students in the club so that we can just kind of, you know, recognize all of the students in our mm. club and why, why the club is important to them. Mm. Um, so I highly encourage people to, to check out social media and make that a part of whatever it is they're doing. So as you're listening, if you think, man, I'd, I would love my students to experience like more meaning in their lives to feel like I'm contributing to something greater to be around other like-minded people, like feel like they're a part of, like belong to a team, all those wonderful things. Like this is something that you can do for your campus. And this is exactly the kind of thing that the world needs right now. This is exactly the kinds of things that students yeah. need and are asking for to your point. So thank you for what you're doing. Thanks for participating in this. And 
we will link for sure to to website email address twitter and we'll keep the conversation going so thank you and and bless the work that you're doing i hope it expands and and deepens and i'm so glad you have joy as you get to do it too Thank you. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, thanks for joining in on the U-School podcast. We'd love to share with you the resources available on our website at theuschool.com. Not just articles, eBooks, worksheets, and other podcast episodes, but specifically, you should know about a free course we have available called the Real Me Course. It's digital, it's interactive, and it'll guide you to get clear about who you are and the great story you could tell with your life. So go register for a free account and get started on the Real Me course today at theuschool.com. That's theuschool.com.